Welcome to the Proven Paths Podcast. I'm Chuck Brody from Omaha, Nebraska, and with me is... I'm Doug Richards from Salt Lake City, Utah. A lot of people are asking right now things like, uh, gee, is this a good time to invest in the market? And uh, Doug, with your background, share some ideas why you feel this is an excellent time to be investing. Well, I can think of two or three reasons. First of all, about 25% of all the homes sold this year have been sold to cash buyers, which certainly indicate that there's a large number of investors that are looking for opportunities that didn't exist previously. You can buy homes today below replacement cost. That's another significant buying sign. And believe it or not, with low interest rates, the affordability index, meaning that the actual cost in terms of, in comparison to revenue earned by a, an individual, is lower today than it has been for many, many years. I can remember having been in real estate 35 years that uh, my first year in real estate, I went to a class and a guy said, uh, you're never going to get rich selling this stuff. You are buying it. And uh, I was fortunate enough to listen to that. So I've owned some properties for uh, over 30 years uh, and also turned around and, and done some 1031 exchanges. Doug, tell us a little bit about the 1031 exchanges and how maybe that might uh, play into uh, why some people might be trading today. Well, there are a lot of people who have bought property over the years who have built up equity. And they want to place that equity to work by buying additional properties. And certainly there's a great advantage currently in the tax law that allows one to sell a property and trade and buy additional properties without paying taxes. Okay. Uh, we hear a lot about leverage, and uh, I think a lot of people think leverage is a bad thing. Uh, Doug, there's probably some rules of thumb with some leverage and some appreciation and that type of thing. I think the maybe the novice investor might want to consider, or even somebody that's been in the business, maybe to tweak their, uh, their buying portfolio. Well, leverage is an interesting concept. It's a powerful one, but there's really three different kinds of leverage. There's positive, there's neutral, and there's negative. Uh, the good kind of leverage is positive. It's the same kind of leverage the banks use. You give them your money, they pay you 1% or less, and then they loan it to somebody else at 6 or 7%. So they make money using your money. A lot of people think that leverage is just borrowing other people's money, but you've got to compare it, the cost of borrowing the money, to the rate that you earn on the investment that you make. Doug, you made a comment uh, recently, and I guess I uh, picked up on it, about uh, uh, buying for appreciation uh, versus cash flow. So share with the, uh, the audience out here today about this appreciation theory, which I think a lot of people uh, might uh, misunderstand and misconstrue as to why today is a good day to buy real estate. Well, appreciation is interesting. I've watched uh, a number of different cycles in the real estate market. There's been a lot of books written about how you can leverage and how you can buy property and it will go up in value and because it goes up in value you can sell and make these huge profits. And uh, there was a period of time, uh, last five, six years, where I would caution students in the class that if your only return comes from appreciation, be the first one to sell when the market turns. Appreciation is only good if you really sell the property and convert it to cash, but cash flow and the ability to build equity in properties are long-term investment strategies, and appreciation oftentimes is really a short-term strategy. Appreciation I like to buy, I mean, I like to buy with appreciation being considered as a bonus. 
Over okay. the long term, I believe it'll go up, but it's not the primary reason why I'll buy a property. Yeah, this immediate gratification in investment real estate could be uh, a path you might not want to go down. Um, uh, this is a good time to own rental property. Uh, personally, uh, I've seen the fact that the housing market has gone uh, in Omaha, Nebraska, uh, a little bit backwards. Uh, people now can't afford houses, so they're moving back into my apartments. Three years ago, four years ago, they were moving out, had a little bit of a downturn, but it just seems like me, Doug, uh, to me that uh, perhaps uh, the apartments are full now because of the uh, housing situation and people buying. Are you finding that in Salt Lake City too? Uh, absolutely. Uh, um, vacancy has declined. Apartment, uh, rentals have gone up. You may have seen, Chuck, I, it was some time ago, I read an article about people are considering renting as the better alternative to buying. With in, in light of the economic downturn, uh, they don't have the risk, they don't have the cost of selling, they don't have to maintain the property, they have the flexibility of going where they when they want to. So actually, um, there have been numerous articles that have come out about how the number of renters has increased and uh, rents are going up. Yeah. And uh, he brings up an interesting point here about these uh, uh, the different trends right now in real estate. We're seeing uh, the empty nesters now, maybe not buying the condo, taking their money out, buying some investment property, and turning around and renting a really nice apartment, if you will, or a condo, and using their money more beneficial. So I think those are just some of the things that, uh, that uh, people need to consider. Doug, uh, in a nutshell, and I know we're, we're limited here with time and not being able to have a lot of things that people can see, uh, could you just tell us two or three uh, rules of thumb that uh, Doug Richards applies to be a successful investor in the past and also into the future? One of the things I like to always look at is, am I able to buy a property below replacement cost? One of the reasons that's important to me is because if I buy a home at or above today's replacement cost, then someone else can come along and build something and compete with me. If I buy it below replacement cost and somebody decides to build a similar product, it's going to increase the value of the investment I make. So I like that one. Um, th there's an acronym we teach in CRS 204, and I can't uh, do justice to it in a few minutes, but there's a number of, number of elements that uh, you consider where your return comes from. But I like to, I like to look at Will this property pay for itself? Will I be able to collect enough revenue to pay for the expenses of operating the property and uh, the debt service and have money left over? And then I look at, uh, so how much will my equity grow by my tenants reducing my debt? Simple rule of thumb, I'm not a short-term investor. I'm really a long-term investor. If you take care of real estate long enough, it will take care of you. You know, I'd like to like the thought that someone else is retiring my debt for me and building my equity. Uh, powerful, powerful concepts. Just stop and think if you've been in the real estate business 10 years and you'd have bought a property your first year, you'd have it in theory, you'd be one third uh, through the term. Obviously, you wouldn't have a third of it uh, paid off with the amortization schedules. But uh, with Doug and I both being in real estate over 30 years, properties that we bought, had we held onto them and not done trades, and I know Doug has some of them paid off, but all at once, trust me, 30 years is going to go by rather quickly, and all at once you have something paid off that somebody else got to help you pay off, and you got to live off the depreciation plus the, uh, plus the uh, positive cash flow. You know, back, I think it was 1963, the Kennedy administration did a survey trying to determine where the wealthiest people in America had derived their wealth from. Uh, and four out of five people in the 60s were determined that their wealth had come from real estate. 
Uh, do you think that statistic has changed much? I don't think so, and I think Will, Will Rogers said they're not making any more land. So our suggestion is maybe take a CRS 204 class, get involved, and I'll tell you what, once you buy a property, it's a whole lot easier to sell one because you own it and you understand the positives. And it's like it uh, be tough to sell uh, new cars if you didn't drive one. So with that, Doug, thank you very much for sharing investment ideas. See you at a CRS 204 class. I'm Chuck Bodie from Omaha, Nebraska. You can get a hold of me at getbodie at aol.com. And I'm Doug Richards. You can contact me at DPR, Douglas Paul Richards, DPR2000 at msn.com. Thank you for listening to the Proven Paths podcast. The opinions expressed here are the views of the host and guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of the Council of Residential Specialists. Thanks for listening to the Proven Path Podcast. If you have any questions or topic suggestions for the show, send an email to solutions at crs.com.